We're talking um, the uh, giving away the new living room kind of thing. All that is for you in addition to the pool party. So make sure you get out and see our buddies Ron and Fest tomorrow from 7 to 11 o'clock. There's no live show on radio like it. With that being said, too, um, I would like to announce that Dubs, we have a live gig. Yes. That will be coming up. In fact, it was so funny because I got an email that said, we're proud to announce the Hideout will be broadcasting live their show on September 10th, and I will reveal the place uh, tomorrow. So a little a little tease for you guys. We'll announce where the, where the Hideout will be doing a live broadcast, the official place tomorrow, but just mark September 10th on your calendar. However, for those of you that are Internet savvy, for those of you that are avid um, visitors to RadioHideout.com, it is already posted there. For those of you that don't visit the website, though, and just kind of hang out. So that is coming up for you as well. Dubs, we also have a guest coming in studio this evening. Excited about this. He's a Ghostbuster. Brian Bradley of the Virginia Ghosts and Haunting Research Society. Website is virginiaghosts.com. Um, he, uh, he's going to come in. Friday the 13th is coming up. It's always fun to learn about the spooky stuff in your area. Oh, yeah. All of the, the native ghosts, if you will. I'm sure that you had your ghosts. Uh, ghost stories growing growing up in Michigan, and I'll tell you they were scary. As did I in Texas. But uh, it turned out it was just the KKK running around, <laughs> and uh, they weren't ghosts. They just had. And it, it was uh, every other Wednesday uh, behind the Big Cheese Pizza in the mobile station in Fowlerville, Michigan. Um, I do want to know: Is there a reason to be afraid of ghosts? Does it? I'm afraid no ghost. Does it take a special power? To to ghost bust, if you would, are they even ghost busters? And uh, do you believe in ghost Do you believe in ghosts? I, and all I know, houses. All I know is you do not cross the streams. That's all I know about ghost busting. So that is some of what we're going to have coming up for you. In addition, um, some of the stuff we didn't get to yesterday, I wanted to talk about my uh, my my battle with depression because then I heard somebody else here is having a major battle with depression. Mine happened back in 1995. This other person's all of a sudden on medication, and I want to question them about that. Um, the HIV testing we didn't get to, and uh, the gay bars in China, also the cannibalism. Um, I also want to make this quick note, just kind of a PSA for all of the young, impressionable kids listening or the young men listening. This is for the guys specifically. I had a friend who was walking home, all right, walking home from the metro. She calls me. She tells me this story. And she's, uh, you know, she's on a street, whatever. And a guy comes up behind her as she's walking, and he goes, <clears throat> and she just keeps walking. I mean, she she noticed the guy. Yeah. The guy does it again. <clears throat> Obviously trying to get her attention, probably wants to chat with her. I don't know, something like that. Maybe hit on her. And finally, when it became clear after the third <clears throat> that she wasn't interested. The guy progresses to verbally abuse her on the street in front of everybody. She was being stuck up. All right, first of all, no, and I'm not kidding about this. This is never cool. It's not even worth joking about. What you do if you try to hit on a chick and she's not interested is you move on and act like nothing happened. Yes, your ego is hurt, but the, oh, you think you're so hot, uh, don't you? You you effing skank, you effing bitch. That's not going to help your cause. That's not going to help you bet her. That's not going to help you get any phone number. If she's not interested, she's not interested. 
and move on. I can't believe that any punk would go so far as to start to verbally abuse a chick after she says she's not interested. You're right. It is ruined with that chick. You can't. There's no reconciliation. But it, it tells the next chick that's sitting right next to her that hey, you better acknowledge me or you're next. No. You're next on the on the tongue lashings. And that's I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's the feminist in me. But I'm just saying, there's nothing that could look. Your ego is not so important as to make a single woman walking home feel uncomfortable. Because who knows? Maybe the guy's insane and then he decides he's going to rape her. Or maybe he's going to hit her. Or maybe, you know, he's so pissed off, he's like, well, I'm going to take your purse or something. You never know what's going to happen. Was this guy that was doing this shapy from his story? Maybe. <laughs> Do you remember that story? Yeah, he was at the bar and this chick totally blew him off. So he goes up to the chick and says, are you crazy? You don't know if I'm a rapist or a murderer or a serial killer. I could be Ted Bundy sitting in front of you, and you just totally screwed yourself. That's so true. I forgot about that story. He, um, yeah, and he's like, you don't know if I'm crazy. You don't know if I'm going to... And he got so graphic, you don't know if I'm going to follow you home and chop you up into little pieces and your family's never going to find you. That was creepy, too, though, right? Yeah. And I'm sure the chick was just really, you know bugged out the the entire time after that but he said he was doing a public service of hey don't act so bitchy but there's no need for someone to acknowledge you if you're trying to hit on them if you go <clears throat> three times and they're obviously not interested move on why can't the people just say not interested and then you know it would clear up a lot of stuff and a lot of uh no it wouldn't because then if you say not interested then people really get pissed or, you, you know, you uh, lie, say you have a boyfriend, say you have, uh, you know, whatever. Right, exactly. Well, that's what you would think, but a lot of times, guys are so forward now, too. Boyfriends don't mean anything. No, I mean, yeah. uh, husbands don't even mean anything. Because automatically you say, hey, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're married, and you say, well, you know, I got, a, I got a husband, then they're like, well, are you happy? You know? Is he, is he, is, it's is, an honest question. Is he giving it to you good enough? Honest question again. You can't, you can't, you know, fault the guy for trying to play his game. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. The phone numbers for you this evening. Also, radiohideout dot com. So that was one thing. So I just want to let the the young men out there, and even the older men, but just just remember that respect women. I mean, just for a second, you know, and especially do not verbally abuse them unless you're on the radio, J Dubs. The other thing that happened to me yesterday, dude, it was a horrible night. I'm driving on the Beltway back home to Silver Spring, and I'm on the north side of the Beltway. They're doing all sorts of construction, and right as I, it's right as you kind of veer off, you keep on the Beltway instead of going on to 270, and I come around that, and then I have a flat, and then the flat turns into a blowout, and I'm I'm literally one exit away from my exit. I'm thinking, man, because it was just a flat at first, and I'm thinking, man, if I can just get to that exit. I can air up the tire, and I can make it home, and it's going to be no problem. But instead, I tried to slow down. I put the flashers on. I'm going like 15 miles an hour. Oh, I'll, you keep on going full full uh, speed like, uh, like that. And then it just, man, it was just started scraping, and sparks started flying. So now I'm on the Beltway, and I pull over. It's around Connecticut Avenue. And let me say F you to every driver on the Beltway, because not a single person even pretended to try to help me, Dubs. Well, let me let me get this straight. You, a man, had a flat tire, and no one helped you. Right. Well, 
what did you need to help with? Maybe changing it. I don't know. I've only changed one flat tire in my life, dude. Take an auto class. What did you do in high school? Theater. How's that helping you out now? In a radio show. Let me tell you, your acting ain't that good. If you had took the auto class, you would have saved yourself. I don't know how long did it take you to. Uh, it actually only ended up taking me 20 minutes. The most, the most infuriating thing about it was that people were. Why, why did you want someone to help you out then? To shave a couple seconds off? I don't know, man. I just got a little. bastard. You don't like to be caught out alone. You understand what I'm saying? And so I'm sitting there, and people are just whizzing by, like in the lane right next to the shoulder, just flying by 60, 70 miles an hour, not even slowing down. And all I'm thinking in my head is I remember the story of the poor guy in Virginia who got run over when he was trying to fix his flat tire and dragged for like, I don't know, what was it, like almost, almost 10 to 15 miles. And the guy didn't realize it. Until uh, he got back to his apartment, turns out he was drunk. But stuff like that. But I tell you this, though, Dubs, I felt like a man once I changed it. See, it's, it's uh, gratifying. Got a little tire grease on my fingers. I uh, I felt good. I thought the only thing that really upset me was the fact that my phone had completely died. So I would have called you. I would have called Tommy. Nah, I would have been asleep. Like it or not. Awake or not, I would have been asleep. Joe, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, bro? Um, yeah, actually, a couple things. That same thing happened to me on 495, uh, and I didn't have a tie iron. No one helped me out. Uh, it was horrible. But right, exactly. What if I didn't have the equipment? Get AAA. I don't have it. Can't afford it. it. Can't afford it. Either way. Um, hey, about the, the guy following your friend home. Right. I'll tell you how that could work out. What you do is you have one buddy go do that and be the be the a-hole. You know, and then you come up and be like, hey, buddy, come on, watch out. Yeah. You get the number from the girl. All right, so now you're running a whole scam. You're scaring the girl into you playing the hero role. I like it. That's disgusting. I like your style, my friend. First of all, as a dude, if you see something like this happening, you should just go up and help out regardless. Are you okay, ma'am? And I walk you home. You don't run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you all right? Can I walk you home? (laughs) Hey, I'm a little tired. All right, I need a, I need a, a pick me up. Can you I go in and have a cup of coffee? Because I need to use the bathroom. I need to take a growler. Something. You get into that house, and then you work your magic in there as well. But you don't do it. As, you don't do Gold. it as a team. Yes. There's something really wrong about that. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. You're disgusting. Everybody needs a wingman, and if it takes harassment from the wingman to get what you want, look, that's taking it to a whole nother level. The wingman is the one that takes one for the team when you're at the bar. He is taking one from the team. Everybody thinks he's a jerk. You'd actually do that. And you'd, you'd want to play the degrading hey, how about, role. how about you? You did theater. You could fake that. You could yell at some chick. I have too much respect for women even to act that way. Jag, you're in the hideout on JF. All right, if Steven Spielberg had you get do a role of you yelling at a chick, you wouldn't do it? I respect women too much. Jag. Jake. Oh, Jake, what's up? Yeah, I'd say, you know, if after three times she spot the gun. No, and I dump that. And why the hell would you put that up? Who the hell screened that phone call? Dumbass, that's the last thing we're going to do is advocate that. Come on, get your heads out of your asses. Mantan, you're in the hideout. Man, everybody's right. Being on hold, you can't hear everything. Yeah. It's psychotic. Exactly. But I've got to ask you one question. Were you wearing the Under Armour when you were on the side of the road? 
Because I'm saying, I mean, if it was getting dark out and I saw you standing on the side road, if you looked in the mirror, bro, I yeah. wouldn't pull over either, man. All right, wait. As a black man, why would you say that? Is it because I have, I'm Mexican? I got the bald head and the long goatee. Yeah, why don't you put a suit on? Make the and white people feel a little more comfortable. You're a grown man. Jack it up and get it out of the way, man. Well, here's hey. what is that part of the emergency kit thing? If you're a minority and you have a flat on the beltway, you need to have a suit in the back along yeah. with your jack and your tire do. iron. Please do if you want some help. Just say the emergency kit's in your trunk if you're a minority, but it ain't no jack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By the way, Mantan will be in tomorrow helping out as Dubs is going to be out. We don't know if you're going to be able to make it back yet from Good the live time. gig. Good times. But it'll be the Hefe and Mantan show, the way that I always imagined it would be. <gasps> Cafe and the man, team. Man, minority report. Yeah, tomorrow's the minority report with the hideout. <laughs> the most diverse show in the history of WJFK. <laughs> right on. All right, brother, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, 866-277-4969. Um, I know this is going to sound really awkward, um, but we need to take a break. Actually, I was going to do an AOL read here. I wanted, I wanted to try to segue it in, but there's no way that I can legitimately fit one All in right, here. Wait, give a gap for him to uh, cut. All right, and start now. So anyway, Dubs, um, as I was show prepping today, I found this little article, and I was going to begin to read it on the AOL for Broadband. What? As it turns out, the AOL for Broadband, I got a little sidetracked because I started watching the video for Nina Sky. Yeah. That, I tell you what, I saw part of the video. <laughs> I didn't watch it on the AOL for Broadband. We're going to have to check out the whole thing. I saw it on the uh, Now That's What I Call Music uh, uh, commercial, and I got it to go on the AOL for Broadband and check this thing out. Now, how could other people get sidetracked if they're trying to do work? Oh, uh, that's pretty easy. You just call 1-800-297-1025, 1-800-297-1025 for your free trial of AOL for Broadband just for WJFK listeners. I remember in the beginning when we had the whole meeting with the AOL for Broadband, they were like, just do it subtle. Just mention AOL for Broadband. Yeah, now they... Then it was, all right, do AOL for Broadband your content partner. And now, all right, mention AOL for Broadband, but do more than mention AOL for Broadband. Talk about how you got stuff for your show from AOL for Broadband. <laughs> you and, know that's when they're getting desperate. And then uh, go ahead and give out the phone number, too. And we'll need all of that. Um, basically, if you, you, wanna, you have 120 minutes of your show, if you could do that for 119 minutes, that would be outstanding. And if you don't... Everybody's going to be on your ass to do it. So And so now we're just going to have to fake a commercial on the air for our listeners. And there it was. Although, use the AOL for broadband to go to VirginiaGhosts.com. VirginiaGhosts.com. Um, now, is it Brad or Brian? Because now stupid-ass Bateman's giving me two different names. He says Brad here, and it's Brian there. Taking a quick break. We're coming back. It's the hideout, 106.7. WJFK. The Hideouts. Cafe and Dubs. Proving even retards can do a radio show. Uh, it's The Hideouts. The, hideout. the whole point of the show is that it's reality radio meets intelligent entertainment.
back into the hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe, and that is J Dubs, 866-277-4969, the phone numbers. If you have any questions, too, we're about to tell a couple ghost stories. Learn a little something about the uh, area hauntings as Friday the 13th comes up. Always a good time to talk about that stuff as well. Um, RadioHideout.com, go there. Um, remember, tomorrow, 7 to 11 o'clock, Ron and Fez broadcasting live from the Dave and Busters, the White Flint Mall, but there's the go see that show. If you go to RadioHideout.com, the announcement of the next Hideout live broadcast, live show, is on the website. I don't want to talk about it on the air just yet. We'll probably announce the on-air announce it tomorrow. However, if you go to RadioHideout.com, those of you that uh, enjoy the website, there's a little hookup for you um, right there. So RadioHideout.com. I will tell you to clear Friday, September 10th on your calendar. Leave it open for the hideout because uh, the place is going to be amazing. It's really going to be a lot of fun. Dubs, before we get to our guest, yeah. uh, if you want to go check out his website, VirginiaGhosts.com, while I tell you this. You can check it on your AOL for broadband. I did not. Uh, I did not last very long. Meaning, I gave in today. Gave in to what? Your video games? That damn PS2. <laughs> I went on this. Knew whole, you would. I went on this whole rant about how, you know, you should give up video games, do something, read a book, go for a walk, meet people. You hypocrite! I'm sitting there and I'm watching Bad Santa because I rented Bad Santa, and I was like, you know, I need to be multitasking. I can't prep while watching Bad Santa. I know what I'll do. I'll knock out a couple games at Texas Tech University in my EA NCAA 2004 or 2005, whichever one it is. And uh, I won. So <laughs> there you go. I just, Congratulations. I, I just want to let you know that I fell off the wagon. Did you Did you play Madden at all? I haven't played since the night I bought it. Really? Yep. You uh, you fiending? Uh, I might play a little bit tonight. I'm not sure. I'm not really fiending that bad. By the way, something that I found very odd, um, the... The EA Sporting News update mm-hmm. got rave reviews. I know. People loved that. So that's something I guess we're going to have to do a little bit more often. And they described the last hour of last night's show as controlled chaos. So I guess I'll take that. I'm down with that. Um, here we go. Let's bring in our guest, Dubs. This is something I don't know if you I actually saw an article uh, in the newspaper a couple of days ago. Uh, it's somewhere in Maryland. It's like a bank where they have, like, um, you know, all of the video, and they're able to, like, you know, everything's under surveillance. Maybe it was a courthouse even where they caught on tape uh, a ghost or what, oh, really? a, a, what appeared to be a ghost. And I remember the security guard saying, because he was on the videotape as the ghost passed him by, him saying, I just, I was overcome with these, like, chills of, you know, this feeling of not being alone, lo and behold, you go back and you look at the videotape. Well, who did he call? Well, he called the Ghostbuster, I suppose. And joining us in studio, not not technically, I don't think, you, in fact, I saw on the website, virginiaghost.com, you're not a Ghostbuster, but, right. you know, for the hell of it tonight, you are one. Not a problem. Brian Bradley. Uh, is the chair of the membership committee for the Virginia Ghosts and Haunting Research Society. Welcome to the hideout, man. Thanks for stopping by. Very cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Um, how long have you been doing this? How did you get into this? Is this crap even real? <laughs> Probably, I guess uh got into it coming up on just about three years ago. Right. Um, originally 
did a little bit of research, saw that there were uh, thousands of just like fly-by-night, you know, just little kids and what have you that would go out and, and look into this. And then I happened across the uh, the VGHRS, which was actually a, a reputable group in the area that is comprised of, uh, we have lawyers, we have uh, Richmond homicide police detectives, we have active uh, retired police detectives. So this organization, it's like people who have regular jobs, but you guys do this as your hobby? This, yeah, everything we do is completely 100% out of pocket. We're a non uh, not-for-profit organization, so... If we have to head out someplace, the, uh, you know, gas money comes out of our pocket, tapes for recordings, our pocket, it's just 100%, you know, comes out of us. By the way, I went to the website, Dubs, this is VirginiaGhost.com. Yeah. The chick who started this is hot. Yes, she is. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great picture of this lady. She's a, she's a cutie. She is a cutie. She's an absolute sweetheart. She is also uh, married to the aforementioned oh. uh, Richmond Police Detective, so yeah, she's damn. not available. All right. Well, never mind. Oh, is she happy? She, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As we learned in the last segment, is she uh, getting she's fulfilled? Very, very happy. Mm. I mean, she's she's a sweetheart. She has that you know southern accent going mm. as at, working for her. It's uh, I love it. Let's, and, and she believes in ghosts. She yeah. does wholeheartedly. Likes to party. <laughs> Let's just say acid. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so here's the thing with this. I guess Virginia is kind of real big at this because of what civil war kind of stuff. It's it's a combination. It's civil war. It's also Virginia being the first well Commonwealth uh, you know, in the nation um, has a, a heck of a lot of history. Civil war, even predating civil war um, density, it's it's just one of the more populated areas. So by proxy of that, it's going to have uh, the associated uh, paranormal history. All right. So, all right. How you how do you know if you've got a ghost? If you've got some sort of a haunting or something. I mean, because, like, I've had friends who say, all right, my house is haunted. Mm -hmm. We go over there. We hear creaks. We hear noises. But then you think, all right, sometimes that's just house noise, mm -hmm. something like sometimes that. Sometimes it's a mouse. Yeah. I mean, uh, how do you know? I don't know if it's a ghost or a mouse. That's a, It's one of the primary aspects of what we do. We'll get someone who uh, shoots us an email uh, saying, hey, I've experienced this, I've experienced that in my house. Uh, you know, I'm convinced it's a ghost, but I want you guys to come out, check it out. We'll um, ask some, some questions. Like what? I mean, do you, uh, well, I mean, we'll ask them how frequent does this occur? Is this, you know, do you, ha do you hear something every single night? Do you, have you ever seen anything? Do you ask if they've been drinking or getting high, like seriously? We, yeah, we actually, we have. It's a preset. Uh, it's about 40 or 50 questions that we will, it's a standard set of questions we ask it to everyone. It covers everything from, you know, are you religious? Do you drink? Do you do, you know, drugs? Um, describe the activity. It basically just gets a background idea of the profile of the people that are reporting this. Right. Um, but then after they have contacted us, we'll go out there. If we feel that it's a, a credible, uh, you know, enough person who's reporting this, we kind of feel them out because uh, we have gotten our share of, uh, I'll put it diplomatically, interesting people. Lonely kooks. Nutballs is what I was going to say. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Radio files, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, you ever get scared? All right, first of all, I don't even know where to start. Right, how would you know you have a ghost then? I guess that's the big thing. Some of the common... I mean, themes... it's not green slime and stuff, no, right? No, 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 no. Uh, some of the common themes that we hear are, you know, cold spots, the feeling that you know, there's someone standing behind you, but yet you turn around, you're alone in the room. Um, people will hear footsteps, knocking... Uh, some people even know that something has happened in their home previously, a suicide, a murder, a death, uh, something along those lines. So it's, it's very... It's, 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 it seems like a thin line between uh, haunting and schizophrenia. That's what I was going to say. A lot of paranoia there, maybe. That has come up in the past. Anything about people like ghost stealing shirts and 
putting them back and yeah we've gotten a couple of reports of objects keys you know matchbooks lighters that have disappeared and reappeared you know in other areas i wonder if my place is haunted dude it's either a landlord screwing with me or it's a ghost I gotta be honest. I think I'd rather it be a ghost. Why? The fact that a landlord would be snooping around, or maybe even a uh, maintenance person. I think I'd feel a little bit more comfortable with a ghost. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's how you would know that kind of stuff. That's. Do you guys have any special powers or anything? Like, do you have any like psychics on your team? That kind of stuff where they feel stuff out, they get vibes whenever they walk in. We kind of we do have one person on staff, our primary uh, psychic. We try not to use them in an official capacity, just because. Unlike the equipment that we use and the data that we use, that spits out reports. That will give us evidence that we can, you know, quantify and say, all right, we got this reading at this location. Whereas with the psyche, it's just all subjective. You can't, you know, they don't spit a readout out of their butt. So, you know, you can't, you can't qualify that and you can't cross-check it. For now, have you ever seen a ghost yourself? I've actually seen like a misty apparition. No. No? I, I have not. There was an incident when I was like three or four where you know, I I think a recently deceased uh, uncle appeared you know in front of me basically saying hey you know I'm gonna be okay well, take care of your mom <laughs> but you know at four you know it could have just been a dream I, I don't it's not thinking you're subconscious right exactly so I I kind of think I have but you know then again the skeptic of me says well, you're four you're four come on but nothing in that but nothing since you've been researching nothing that I have seen no I, but, but felt at all have you uh the, oh more than once i felt so the very first investigation that i was on uh was actually right down the road uh in fairfax at a bed and breakfast no um it was the first investigation we were in a a a honeymoon suite and the owner of the bed and breakfast said hey we always have problems with this room there are pictures you'll see them up on the wall they won't ever stay straight they won't stay level they always kind of skew we'll fix them come back in an hour they're all skew so we were like yeah all right whatever Came in, little construction levels, you know, right. very delicately, gingerly kind of fixed it. No more than, I would say, 30 seconds later, a large, this thing must have weighed easily 30, 35 pounds, mirror flew off the wall at me. And this is in front of, like, two other people as well. And so I know that, you know, no one picked it up and threw at me while my back was turned. It just literally came out, came off the wall. All right, man, I remember having this as a kid. I remember growing up, and there would always be that one creepy house that's haunted. And you go, and you knock on the door, and you run away. And you just, like, you run like, there's even that commercial out right now with yeah. Nike where you're fashioning thank you are with Marion Jones. Yeah, it's kind of weird because they use a white girl for that. Yeah, I, did. Anyway. I, never, I never understood that. But at that point, if a mirror's flying at you, are you running out of the room or do you stay? Well, it's, it's really weird. I thought when I, was, when I was first running up, I was, you know, I was thinking, if I see something, if, you know, the get out, you know, appears, I'm out the door. But it's really weird because when you're with a group that knows what they're doing, you go into just business mode instantly. It's like, all right, I want thermals, you know, in this area. I want video cameras in here, switch to IR. You know, it's not so much. It's like Ghostbusters. It's more, it's just, it's all business. That's all right. And so you're all, how do you train yourself for that to not get scared? Are you a scared person? Do you get scared or uh, easily or no? When I was younger, yeah, some of the stuff did scare me. But being, I don't want to say that I've gotten cynical, um, you know, or, or that I've, I've developed a tolerance for it. But really, after a while and after being on so many investigations, you just you kind of build up a thick skin for the stuff where you walk into a house, you'll you know feel a cold spot. You'll be like, yeah, okay, cold spot, let's focus here, move on, whereas other people are like, all right, cold spot, I'm out of here. Yeah, how do you do that? I, I couldn't. I'm a Frady cat, and I, I'm not afraid to label myself that, a Frady cat, J-dubs. And any time that I would get any sort of a feel, in fact, a lot of times I'll run from my car uh, to my apartment door just because I'm scared of things anyway. 
but I couldn't imagine something, quote-unquote, not of this world being in the same room as you. Uh, again, we're talking to Brian Bradley of the Virginia Ghosts and Haunting Research Society, 866-277-4969. We're going to take a f couple phone calls. Uh, I understand maybe you, you, you're familiar with the show? No, oh, yeah, I'm a big fan. Oh, that's cool. So you know the phone calls probably won't be any good. I'm <laughs> In fact, Heckler, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, Brian. Yeah. Hey, do you uh, play that Madden Football 2005? Um, actually, what are you doing? I come yeah, from... he, he sounds like as nerdy as, uh, as J-Dub. Oh, like... come on, man. He's sitting here. He's trying to give us information. What, you don't believe in ghosts, Heckler? No, but I was thinking if he ever is, like, charged with uh, trying to drive out the ghost, he should just play the hideout. You know, All right. Want... <laughs> well, he's an, it works for living people or dead people. <laughs> Thank you. It's like the safety dance. Exactly. No one will want to stick around. If you have real questions, this guy's an expert. He just told you he had mirrors flying at him. If you have a ghost story, even. No, I don't want to hear ghost stories. That means you have to tell a story, and that'll just take too long. Paul, you're on JFK. Hello? Yeah. Hey, um, I was just listening. You know, paranormal investigators, I, I have a lot of belief in the uh, psychics and uh, the ghosts and phenomena and everything, but uh, there's one thing that paranormal investigators don't do, and that's exactly find out why, if any reason, a ghost would be there in the first place, because all they can do is really detect the phenomenon is there. But they don't really go in and find out exactly why the ghost would be there. Is it, I mean, it's usually because people get murdered or something like that. All right, let's, that's a great question. That's a good starting question. How do, go, how do uh, ghosts get there? Is it because they're trapped in some sort of um, uh, purgatory or something? That, that's a topic that's really, I mean, that's open for debate in professional circles. Answer it right now. I want the definitive <laughs> answer. Come on, you're on the spot. It can be a multitude of things. I mean, murder can be one of them. A lot of people think it's a traumatic event that occurs that will keep you know, a, a ghost, a spirit kind of tethered to one place. I, I, one of the things I want to get to is some local places that are haunted. Okay. So be thinking of that. Uh, as we go through, although you remember that one kid who came in and was going to do the cicada, uh, the cicada thing. Yeah, I think he works at that bed and breakfast right down the street. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah you're right. He said he worked at a bed and breakfast right around the corner, and I'm sure that's got to be the same one right uh, right there. Man, I'm never going there. <laughs> that's it. Not interested. And it's usually now, hotels too. Now, after you find out if there actually is a ghost there, what do you do from there? And it's at the discretion of the homeowner. Um, we, you know, right up front, we say we do not, you know, clear a house. We don't cleanse a house. We don't get rid of it. However you want to term it, we will not get rid of a ghost. That's not, we're there to record and report. We're not there to, you know, exercise a, a house. We don't do that. Now, we do know people who purport to have that ability, and we will, you know, make the handshakes happen. And then at that point, we step aside, and they'll do whatever they the homeowner decides to do in that situation, but we don't, you know, cleanse a home. I'm thinking poltergeist, man. I'm thinking I'm just leaving. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just so not interested in sticking around. Hey, is there anything creepier too than a uh, a television that's just static and it's just sitting there? And that's ever since I saw that movie Poltergeist, I cannot stand to have just a television on. With you know what I do? I lean up right in front of it and I put my hands on it. And you try to go through and touch yes. the young kid on the other side. Oh, I guess you do, after what we heard earlier today. Yeah, Tommy. I'm just wondering, is there like a place... Oh, you're so loud. God damn. Sorry. Usually happens because I mumble, so... Now I can't hear you. Is there a place close by that uh, is like the most haunted in the area where there's been a lot of reports of hauntings or activities? Um, Bunnyman Bridge uh, in... Oh, in wow, I've heard Clifton. about that. 
Actually, it's it's reported to be haunted, but in actuality, it's about as haunted as a Starbucks. Um, it's it's one of these situations where it's it's an urban legend that started like 20, 30 years ago and just got so popular. People say that you know every Halloween that kids will you know go out there and if they're you know right under the bridge at midnight they're murdered. Um, we did extensive research on it. We looked up historical records. We did Virginia Freedom of Information, you know, act requests to to find out if there was any truth to the story and. It's it's absolutely bupkis. Now, did you go there at I, midnight? I did. All right. We had all of our instruments there. Nothing. And thanks for knocking down that urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to believe in now? Mary, you're on WJFK. Hi, boys. What's up, baby? <laughs> um, I just wanted to know if you ever heard of anything like this happening. Um, we live in the house my in-laws used to live in, and my mother-in-law died last summer. And she always wanted the air conditioning much lower than my father-in-law would let her. And we always find the air conditioning pushed way down all the time. I mean, we'll suddenly realize it's awfully chilly in the house, and we'll go look, and it's it's like on 62. And everybody swears they didn't do it, and I never see anybody do it. It just suddenly gets cold. (laughs) Somebody's screwing with you, honey. I think that's what that is. But that's legitimate. With these ghosts, do they sometimes do the things that they're known for just to kind of say, hey, I'm still hanging out, it's got to be cold? That's maybe their shtick, if you will. Yeah. Same same hotel. There was uh, the room right next door. The cable repair guy refused to be in the room uh, alone because he said that the cable would start acting really funky and that he just. Oh, had right. to... You know what? I'm weirded out. I, did you see me? That I didn't. I didn't. I know you couldn't see me, Mary. Dubs and Brian saw me. I literally just shook from fear of something like that that could yeah. ever be around. Well, yeah, mess with my cable. That's scary. Yeah, that's the thing I, I don't no, want. No, not my cable. Yeah, thank you, baby. Thank you, Mary. Dubs, what would you do if you were a ghost? Get direct TV. What would be your mark, J-Dubs, if you were doing this? Like, if you were to come back. If I were to come back, I, I guess the video games would be playing it. <laughs> yeah, i just turn on the PlayStation 2. You know, I, you know what I'd like to think? If right, Here's my thing. If I ended up getting murdered or something like that, I think what I'd like to do, just kind of go screw with people, is like randomly flick on radios. You imagine if you're just in the middle of the night and all of a sudden your radio turns on. Stupid. What the hell is that? It's the ghost of El Jefe. It's 11 o'clock. That's when the hideout used to be on. And I almost died yesterday on the Beltway, J-Dub. Swear to Christ, people almost ran me over. This is interesting stuff, man. Hey, all right, let's do a couple phone calls. I could talk to you a little bit longer. Can you hang out a little Absolutely, bit? Yeah. Dubs, you mind, taking, you mind taking this guy into another break? Definitely. All right, here we go. If you have any questions, 866-277-4969. Let's uh, take two quick phone calls because we have phone calls. Where our phones have lit up. Roy the Cop, you're on JFK. Hey, what's up, boys? Yeah, bro. Oh. Hey, uh, you, get, you ever hear of a, uh, a church in the Fredericksburg area that's supposed to be haunted? It's uh, supposedly the story is there was a a girl that hung herself in the bell tower of this church, and it's like one of the oldest standing churches in America. Have you have you investigated this at all? Does it happen a lot around churches? That doesn't ring a bell. Um, churches are are kind of popular. The older houses, um, some of the more historical houses, uh, Monticello is a perfect example of uh, locations that are, are reported to be haunted now because these are. You know, active tourist attractions. Right. And, you know, we can't exactly just go in with all of our equipment and set up. We have to be invited in. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, you know, churches are, are a common theme. Schools are a common, older schools are a common theme. Right. Um, but as for this particular church, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. Hey, did you bring any equipment with you? Yes, I did. Can we do a test on JFK? Yeah, it's not the ideal conditions. We'd have to 
power everything down so that it doesn't uh, mess mm. with the equipment. But we, I can, uh, I can. Let's just try it. Let's just see if the buzz cave is haunted. No, the buzz cave. I don't know. You think of it any other place around? Maybe the bathroom. The bathroom could be. All right, one more phone call. Hey, thanks for that, Roy the Cop. Thank you, bro. Uh, 5,000. 5,000, bro. 5,000. Um, uh, let's do one more. 866-277-49. Everybody else will be with you right after the break. Exactly. One more. Okay, because this one's good. J-Dubs. Hey, uh, no. Yeah, Sherman, you're on, you're on JFK. Okay, J-Dubs? Yeah. What if it was a child's ghost? You'd be more afraid of it, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't even touch it. Oh, God. Well, you uh, see, it see, uh, happens. I am your daughter. That's it's just the hell out. In Bethesda, in the church there on uh, the, uh, uh, well, it's right on uh, in on um, Pennsylvania Avenue, mm -hmm. there is a church where they say there's a child ghost in there, so keep J-Dubs away. <laughs> All right. Oh, you don't have to keep me away. I'm not running to it. Hey, how much, uh, how much money do you think you've spent investigating ghosts, that kind of stuff? Over the three years, probably, I said somewhere in the neighborhood of about 2500 3000 mm, Damn, dude, that's an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. You get a lot. You married? I uh, was married once. You get a lot of chick, you kill her? <laughs> I have a longtime girlfriend, two years. She's actually, she's probably listening right now. You get a lot of poon off the ghost thing? You scare her into it? Uh, the ghosts I, are going to come get us. You don't scare her. You have some poon? <laughs> yeah, can you scare us up some poon? I can, I can put in a couple requests. Nice. How about that, ghost sex? How sweet would that be? <laughs> you imagine you're having sex with some chick, and then all of a sudden you get this cold feeling, like a reach around. What, are you loose? No, I'm a ghost. <laughs> what is that? All right, fine. Quick break, come back. All these people want to talk to you. They all got questions. We want to ask you about the more famous local places, and we'll do a little test, see if JFK's haunted. Look at that. It's the Hideout 206.7 WJFK. Again, it is Brian Bradley of the Virginia Ghosts and Haunting Research Society. VirginiaGhosts.com. Hideout back after this on WJFK. Six point seven WJFK. I am El Hefe. That's my that's my dog Dubs over there. Don't forget, Ron Fez broadcasting live as it turns out today, seven to eleven o'clock. Dave and Buster's White Flint Mall in Bethesda. Go see them. Bunch of stuff lined up. Uh, great hypnotism. Uh, you got the crazy uh, crazy gin stunts. I believe Bateman will be performing in some way. I hope you get embarrassed somehow. That would be a lot of fun. I would enjoy that thoroughly. So uh, we're taking your phone calls, 866-277-4969, because joining us in studio, Brian Bradley of the Virginia Ghosts and Haunting Research Society, VirginiaGhosts.com. Lines are lit up. 
They want to talk to you, man. This is um, it's always fascinating because I I we're I think people first of all wonder what's out there. Mm -hmm. They want to know a Are we alone in the universe? B What happens to us when we die? Is there a heaven and hell? Can we get caught in some sort of a purgatory? Is this what happens? Um, a lot of people so far have been talking about ghosts. Maybe we had one lady who called up, I believe, Mary, who said she had a grandmother or something like that who had died. And she always liked to have the uh, the air conditioner turn low after she died. They'd, uh, they'd come in and the temperature would be set on like 62 when they woke up and that kind of stuff. Just stuff that would happen uh, as you go through. You've already been telling us a couple of great stories. Let's run through some of these phone calls real quick, and then we'll get back more into chatting with you because people have been hold for a little while. Yeah. Webb, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? All right. Uh, I got a question for Brian, and I got a sh uh, one experience to share with you guys. Go ahead, bro, real quick. All right. Well, uh, Brian, what did you think? Uh, did you see the sixth sense? Yes, I did. All right. What did you think of uh, M. Night Shyamalan's take on ghosts? Like, what, what did you think about the whole, like, theory? That they come back for a certain, like, cause? It's uh, it's a popular theory that, that's been going around for, for some time. I thought he did a, a pretty good job in tackling it. Um, like you're going to get in any, you know, Hollywood production, they're going to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of Hollywood it up, you know, a little bit. If, if you know, it were that easy to do, um, God, we'd have some great evidence and some great research by now. But... Um, I think that's. What, I think that was what most of us would like to believe that it's someone who was done wrong that wants to be able to come back and point out either their murderer or you know like they have some yeah. sort of unfinished business. Right. I think any of us. Yeah, stir of echoes type stuff. I guess yes. Um, what was your other quick uh, thing you wanted to relate? Okay. Well, uh, when I was a kid, I had uh, these Rock'em Sock'em robot things that were electronic, and every time, like, uh, they made noises, like, so they would, like, kick it, they would kick and punch, and they would go, hey, yeah, what this, right? And uh, when, we, when the guy lost, the, guy, the other dude would scream in pain, right? Right. In the middle of the night, I was about eight, right? All of a sudden, from my little toy box, I hear, hey, yeah, ha, ha. And then I hear ag a pain screen, just like ah. All right, now but, uh, did you were your batteries dying? Maybe. And I would no, think that, or there was a rat or a roach or something crawling around. Oh man, no, no, it was definitely the rock'em talking robot thing. Well, I'm crazy. sure, but I'm sure something there was some little critter or something crawling around in there that was uh, making stuff happen. Cicada, you're uh, you're in here. You seem like you want to say something. How sad is that when you got to squeeze by the guest and your butt just starts hitting him on the back of the head? <laughs> no, I need to lose weight. Um, have you ever heard of the old mill off of Route 66? I've heard from a lot of friends that this thing's haunted. Yeah, I know the uh, exact mill. What is that? What does that talk about? What is, what's the story there? Uh, well, it depends on which uh, which theory you want to go by. It's it's a pretty old mill. You can see it. If you're going 66, you can't miss it. Right. It's uh, heading out towards Front Royal. It's I want to say it's on your right. Um, people have driven by in the middle of the night. They've seen weird lights uh, going on inside, uh, you know, just like fluttering lights. Now, that could be a flashlight from some kids just kind of, you know, partying, what have you. But um, it's happened more than a few times. And did you, have you guys been out to investigate it? Uh, Take not, the equipment out? Not as of yet. We actually, we tend to kind of, you know, stay within the guidelines of the law. Uh, I don't know if there are any no trespassing signs there, but... You know, the last thing we want to do is be out in the site. Dude, you're dealing with something that's way bigger than the law. Yeah. I mean, you're dealing about you're dealing with other dimensions. I think the Virginia State Police could back off just for a second while you're solving these uh, these dimensional uh, problems and uh, you know questions and stuff, right? 
I would love it if they would uh, give us a little bit of slack. Gail, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, you guys rock. Thank um, you. Mm-hmm. How do you get into that type of employment, and what kind of equipment does he have? All right, first of all, he does it for free. He talked about it in the first segment. This is—he spent like three grand of his own money. What do you do in your real life? I mean, you know, when you're not, you know, solving murders and stuff. I am an architect. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. You probably look at us like we're stupid. We just do a radio <laughs> show. You're drawing you stuff. That's ridiculous. Oh, thank you, sweetie. So, what about your equipment? You've got it in here with you. What is some of this stuff? Well, some of the stuff that uh, we have is primarily for just monitoring a room or a location where someone has said that they have uh, seen something, felt something, uh, heard something. Um, I'll just here pick up this piece of equipment. This is called a Trifield uh, monitor, Trifield uh, meter. It basically registers uh, three things, magnetic, electric, and microwave. Okay. Microwave we can pretty much just throw out. There's never been... Any association between microwaves and ghosts? And ghosts. Um, electrical. The last call. Or what if? What if they really like to use a microwave? Now it's kind of a calling card. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be mine because I like to eat a lot. Hey, Oddball, why don't you get in here real quick? Because um, Oddball here. And thank you, sweetie. Here's the thing, Dubs. Let me tell you this. I don't know if anybody's. I'm sure if you, you listen, ever heard radio, you heard of Art Bell, who does the. He used to, I think he, he doesn't do it anymore, no. but he did this coast to coast. He did this uh, show that was about paranormal. He just talked kind of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It was every night. My very first job in radio was in Lubbock, Texas, on the outskirts of Lubbock, Texas. The building, no kidding, was all by itself. Mm-hmm. And I would have to work overnights listening to Art Bell in this building that I was the only person there, and I was probably the only person there for at least a good 10 miles around. It was on the outskirts. And nothing freaked me out more than being there all by myself. Oddball, you were here at WJFK by yourself during the overnights. Have you ever felt anything in this building? You seem like the person that maybe ghosts would be drawn to. <laughs> yeah, actually, I did feel a presence, but it turned out to be uh, Mike from Don and Mike. He was a little drunk. <laughs> okay, so he was just hanging out up here. Well, he just stumbled in. All of a sudden, I'm sitting in here, you know, and it's real quiet. <laughs> Nothing ghost-wise. Well, you know, it was startling. How's I'm that? sure. All right, but I, because we're going to have him test out to see if, uh, you know, if, if there are any ghosts around here. By the way, I've done that a billion times. I'll always, I'll always get lit, and I'll come back and just hang out at the radio station and wait to sober up before I go home. We were notorious for that at the oh, end. Oh yeah. In fact, at our old station in Michigan, there was one point we went to the bar down the street. We got so hammered, we came back. We went on to the other radio station that was voice tracked, like it was a computer running it. We turned off the computer, and Shafee and I did a two-person show on, like, a Thursday overnight, just I'm drunk. On this, like, uh, what kind of station was it? It was, like, a woman's, like, a, like a, a older woman's station that had, like, a lot of, like, John Cougar Mellencamp and Sarah McLaughlin. And Shafee and I are doing a two-person show, just drunk as all hell. All right, more calls for you, 866-277-4969. X, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? Are you there, X? X. All right, go ahead, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, yo. Uh, I had a question. Like, um, when I knew this story, like, this one guy, he had got, like, food poisoning and he died. And when they found him, he was, like, all, you know, thrown up. Well, I was wondering, like, my friend, he was, he threw up in the same spot where he died when he woke up. I was wondering, is that just nerves or is that really real? That's a question for Brian. Is that really real or not? I mean, as far as, like, people, like, they get, 
Like, as you say, all right, somebody was somewhere, they threw up, and they ended up dying from their throw up. Your friend walked into the same place and threw up as well, right? Yeah. All right, so is that something that's in just somebody's head, or have you had things like this happen where they walk where a ghost was, and all of a sudden they get that same feeling, maybe they get sick or something like that? We've, we've had both instances where it's just power suggestion that, uh, you know, or just, you know, pure coincidence where it will happen. But we've also had, you know, times where... You know, someone knew a person that, you know, had something happen to them in one particular location, and every time they walk near it, they just get, like, the chills. They have the hairs on the back of their neck stand up. Mm -hmm. um, we've had, you know, both both things occur. All right, one more uh, real quick. Uh, Frank, you're in the hideout on JFK. Fellas, what's up? Yeah, bro. Yep. Chargers 20, Cincy 0. <laughs> All right, that's for later. <laughs> All right, um, I heard that uh, the Blair Witch Project was filmed around the Comus, Maryland area, and uh, the Dickerson area. And I was wondering if there was any truth to, you know... The Blair Witch? Yeah. I've heard that it's completely made up. It's all it's all BS. One hundred percent Hollywood. That I, I've I've you know done the research. We think we get a lot of calls, a lot of uh, emails about uh, you know Burkittsville, and it's just it was two guys from Florida, I believe, where they you know created this idea. They came up here, did the did the you know the, the filming, and everything. It, they made up the backstory, they made up you know all their information. Um, great story, great you know little piece of of movie, but just you know, not real. No, not not at all. That makes me feel a little bit better. All right, hold on a second. Matt has the story on the old mill on 66. What's the story behind that real fast? Uh, yeah, the uh, the mill got burnt down, like, I guess a year ago. There were a bunch of kids playing around in it, so you guys were talking about strange lights and stuff. There was a bonfire in it with a bunch of teenage kids that burnt it down, so that's probably all it was. So, but but that's that's the story behind it being haunted. Well, no, no, not being haunted. You guys were saying it was haunted, but like I, I don't think it ever was haunted. Like people, you guys were saying there were strange lights, mm -hmm. like that they'd seen it, and it was burnt down by kids causing bonfires in it. So it's probably just a group of kids hanging out. Oh, that were around there causing, yeah. causing all kinds. All right, so that would be like a local hangout for kids to go to. Right. Like, these people are destroying my dreams of this stuff being real. Is it, what is this, Dubs? What's the music? Ah, uh, Poltergeist. That sounds too happy to be poltergeist. Um, it, right, it, it's happy in kind of a creepy way. Yeah, with the children singing in the background. Yeah. Why don't you kick up your gear for a second while we take a couple more phone calls? 866-277-4969. Trying to go to the people who have been on hold the longest. Let's go to our uh, our bro, Tenchi. Tenchi, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, man? Hey, hey Jada. I see Jada up tomorrow at the uh, Ron Affairs. Yeah, awesome. Just look, the, just look for the mini Matt Albert looking dude with glasses, all right? <laughs> all right, I will. Um, I got a story. I'm 23 now. Um, this happened when I was in Nagasaki, Japan, when I was 19. This is the place where the atomic bomb was dropped in World War II, right? Right. Now, for a while, we heard, me and my father and my uncle heard, crying noises. Like someone was crying in Japanese, like a young, I don't know, child, maybe a lady, was crying something in Japanese. Because that... Even though I've been living in Japan for that long, I don't understand Japanese. Right. And a couple of, like, a while later, like two or three days after we heard the crime, you know, we thought it was somebody next door or something. Then, then here's another thing that really scared the hell out of my ass. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and um, we, me, my uncle, me and my uncle were standing in a room. You know, Japanese room was pretty small. Uh -huh. We were standing in this room. All of a sudden, the window explodes. Now, do you? I mean, do you, I right there myself? 
I yeah. I would I would mess myself. I think I I don't I like you, Brian. You said you had a mare fly at you. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you end up handling something like this. And how you end up staying in that room? Do you get out? What ends up happening? You said you go into work mode. All of a sudden, you're turning on all your gear. Turn your gear on in here in JFK. Let's see if there... Are you getting any sort of a reading at all? Does it make any sort of a noise? No, no, no. It just it has a little needle on it, and if it detects anything, it will just kind of start to ping a little bit. The needle will kind of go across the field. All right, turn the music off for a second, Jado. Up? Yeah. If there is a ghost... Here at WJFK, show yourself now. Come out. Come out and fight. Be heard in the hideout. Ghost, ghosts of JFK, come out. We want to hear your stories of strip trivia. And Liddy. And Liddy Shaven Cameron. And Pat Goss. And what he really does on the weekends. Nothing? God damn, man. Hey, yeah. Um, all right, I want right, What's scarier? Hold on. Get Sid in here. <laughs> I want Sid in his undies. I want you to say what's scarier. <laughs> a mirror flying at you or Sid in his undies flying at you? While we do that. <laughs> He's a real-life Casper. <laughs> he really is. Uh, Jamili? Yes. Uh, hey, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, baby? Uh, yeah, I want to know what he thinks about the Bunnyman Bridge. We uh, covered this, didn't we? Then, yeah, didn't you say it was completely fake? Completely bogus. He was down there at midnight. Nothing happened. Oh, God. Now I'm disgusted. That is <laughs> Hold on a second. So Kate is in here in his undies, in his underoos. Uh-oh. Are you a psychic? Yes, I am. Really? Yes. What do you know? Do you know anything about, uh, what about the future of the hideout? <laughs> the future of the hideout, I I really haven't sat down and looked at my cards for y'all. Why don't you come in and do that? Dubs, would you be willing to do that on the yeah, air? Definitely. I'm, I think I'm a little too afraid. Why? Well, y'all give me a time and a day and I'll come down. All right, hold on a second, all right? Okay. How's Friday the 13th? Are you busy? Not busy at all. Hold on. Now we got something for Friday. This is It's Fairy Lady Day, too. It is Fairy Lady Day, isn't it? Yeah. Get out of here, Cicada. For some reason, it seems like you're excited. And yes, I don't know why I noticed, but I don't know if it's Brian or what. We have a guest. You need to control that. It's not like you're in high school anymore. At least cover it with a textbook. You remember when you had to do that? Yeah, all the time. Um, Still try to. Joe, you're on WJFK. Yeah, how you doing, fellas? Yeah, uh, no. yeah I would like to bring up a couple uh, couple things. Uh, one is the, do you know about the cross down on Route 1 down in uh, between Quantico and Stafford County? There's a cross down there? Yes, it's on the road. It's a big crucifixion uh, of a Christ, a crucifix of Christ, excuse me, mm -hmm. down there, and it splits off. And there's a section of woods back there, and it also uh, kind of ties in with this legend of there's a church not too far from it. Kind of the same thing. Supposedly there's a witch that was that lived in the area back in the uh, Civil War period that was buried back out there, and she apparently haunts the area. And there's also a few groups of satanic groups that actually go out there do rituals, etc. And I was wondering if you knew anything about that. And I'd also like to ask him, what's his thoughts on Ed and Lorraine Warren? All right, Ed and Lorraine Warren, what does that mean to you? Do you know anything about Ed, that? Ed and Lorraine Warren are... Um, Demonologists. Yeah, they're, demon hunters. They're, uh, they're up in New England. Uh, yeah. Ed Warren actually is really, really sick. Uh, yeah, has yeah. been for some time now. 
Um, actually, John Zappas, you guys had him on a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, the Exorcist dude. I know him as well. There's there's some bad blood between his aunt Lorraine and him. Uh, don't want to get into that, but um, I've I have heard of them before. Um, some people kind of claim that they're not too reputable. They're only in it for the money. Um, well, I, I I could see that, but. So they, they hunt demons, though? That's their gig? Well, they were one, some of the people that did the original uh, investigation on Amityville. Amityville. Wow. And that's actually, that was their big claim, well, one of their big claims to fame. Um, some people say that it was, you know, completely bogus, completely a hoax made up. Other people say, no, 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 it was real. I, you know, I haven't seen all the, all the, you know, documentation on it, so I don't want to pass judgment without, you know, knowing what I'm talking about. Right. You know, um, I'm very familiar with him. The other thing he was asking about, about the church, we've, we've actually looked into that. We tried to get permission from the caretaker who, no. uh, who runs the grounds, takes care of the grounds. Um, okay. he did not get back to us. He did not want to have anything to do with us. Because he, what, is he trying to protect something like well, it's the village or does he, like, uh... well, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like the, like the caller was saying, there are groups that go out there. There have been some, you know, bikers, uh, Satanists, stuff like that. They'll break in. They'll, Start doing their little thing there, and uh, you know they the caretaker has to. Where is this again? This is a Stafford. Stafford. Like if you take Route One, right, down into Quantico, mm-hmm. you pass past Quantico, just go straight past Quantico as you're going to go into Stafford. As you continue down, probably another, I think it's maybe about seven or ten miles. On your left hand side, there's a huge crucifix of Christ, and there's like a little tiny. Mm-hmm. I think it's a dedication to like. Uh, um, some war veterans or something to that effect. I can have to choose. You can't miss it. Could you imagine driving through yeah. there right now and just yeah, hearing it's, this? It's, it's it's a pretty hokey place. I've been there myself. I've went through. I've done. I kind of do the same thing. And I've been through there. And I'm telling you, there's some wild stuff. And one last question I'd like to ask you is, what plans or what do you have when you are finally confronted by malevolent spirit? Run. <laughs> I, what is it, but we'll just find out. What's the malevolent thing? What does that mean? He's talking like more, you know, demons. If someone was possessed, you know, and stuff starts, you know, flying around the room. Normally, yeah, we are in business mode, but you know, we're not, you know, exorcists. We're not, you know, church clergy. That's what we had Zaphis on because uh, the uh, the exorcist, the New Beginnings, coming out. I'm gonna have to go see that. Yeah, definitely. Dubs, do you believe in ghosts? Um, I'm open to it. I I really have trouble believing in anything that I haven't experienced. Right, but I'm not. Can we I, go along with you, or are we not allowed? We unfortunately we are under some um, non-disclosure agreements, so we we you know. So we can't we talk do, about it. Well, I can't mention specific like the the bed the bed and breakfast in you know right down the street in Fairfax. I can't say specifically what the name of the of the establishment is, but. You know, I can talk about the, the details of the case. All right. Well, we won't give specifics, man. We're <laughs> cool. We're not gossips. Kyle, you're on JFK. Bull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you explain uh, Ouija board? Because how do those things work? Yeah, Zappas got into this a little bit. He says they're a horrible idea because you're going to draw something out then. That, that's a really hot topic that's you know open for debate right now. There you some... can get them at Hot Topic, too, can't you? <laughs> yeah. We should get one for the show. Some people say that it will open up, you know, you, you, you don't know what a you're portal? contacting. Exactly, a portal. Other people, myself included, you know, think it's a piece of plastic that's, you know, it's a big marketing toy. And that's, um, is it something in your subconscious, maybe? That is, is part of it. We've actually done a little bit of, of preliminary testing. We've had our equipment up while, you know, someone's tried to contact the spirit to see if we've gotten any, you know, fluctuations in temperature, you know, electromagnetic spectrum, any, any fluctuations like that. Just some controlled test, and it's come back negative. Will you call us the next time you're going to go on an excursion, at least? We have a couple of things that are planned. Uh, Anything during the show that maybe you could be on the phone during? Uh, actually, yeah, there's there's one house in Midland that we're going to be visiting where the uh, the young girl just moved into a uh, a house, her first house, 
and there's something that is throwing uh, trash cans at her little two-year-old. The boyfriend has had like a, a cooking pot thrown at his head. And that's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I'd get caught. That's the ghost of J-Dubs' uh, mother's uh, boyfriend. Um, all right, to so do that, people can contact you if they think they're haunted, too, by going to virginiaghost.com, right? Absolutely. All right, make sure you go there and maybe do that. In fact, Bob, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, uh, Brian, I, I think I might have a ghost, and here's why I think that. What happened was one morning I was eating my cereal, and I looked down at my Cheerios, and the Cheerios formed the words, Oh, Hefe's a homo. And I was just wondering, what does that mean? Can you tell me that? This is Heckler. Yeah, we knew that. And yeah, it means man. you're obsessed. It mean, That's what it means. It means you're obsessed with me and me, the homo, in your milk. That's what you're seeing and you're wishing, Heckler. Switch to Wheaties. That should go right away. Um, hey, how, what about this? Any places in, like, Arlington or Falls Church that are specifically haunted? Anything else around Fairfax? And then you can't. I know there are a couple places that are listed. Like, there's a bar on the website mm -hmm. that people like to go to that uh, that's haunted, I suppose. It's in, uh, in Manassas. Yeah. And it's not O'Mara's. Yeah. Although you should go to O'Mara's because that place is great. Um, anything? Why don't you think about that? We take a couple more calls because we got Unfortunately, we got to, we got to end the conversation. Um, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. VK, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey guys, hey Brian, it's VK. What's up, dude? Hi, sweetie. Who's How this? are you, dear? Congratulations for getting on the radio. Who is this? This is a uh, hey. old 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 friend of mine. Old, yeah, old girlfriend and Brian and I have, stayed, have since stayed very dear friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F buddies, are you hot? Um. Do you ever go along? Ryan, am I hot? I don't like to pout on myself. She has that uh, hot Latina thing going for her. Sweet. Yeah. I'm digging that. I hope you I've don't. I've been look... told I look like a cross between Drew Barrymore, Catherine Zeta Jones, and Winona Ryder. Mm, creepy. <laughs> so, uh, you ever I'm make Casey, a I'm pregnant club I don't understand. <laughs> exactly. You ever make her scream like a ghost? That's what we want to know, Brian. No comment. Yeah. No comment. No, we don't kiss and tell. <laughs> All right, good. Well, then we may have a relationship in the works. Thank you, honey. All right. Well, I think that's going to have to be it, Dubs. Um, yeah? I, I think so. Um, hey, do this. Seriously, tell me about some of the places around here. Where are some places specifically that we could go to that are open and that people know, hey, all right, it's okay to it's okay to go here because you're going to get a little freaked out. There's the, uh, in D.C., the Rotunda. Um, a lot of people have claimed that while they're there, they're the large statues um, that you stand just dead center. You can hear, you know, voices echoing, you know, especially if it's, you know, off, off hours when, when there are no sessions going on. Um, just, you know, odd, odd voices that will, that will pop up that they can hear. Um, I'm racking my brain. You guys put me on the spot. Uh, specifically in this area. Uh, Falls uh, Church, Arlington, anything like around that? I mean, I know a lot of people have called in with specific places. Mostly, I mean, mostly it tends to be houses that we go to, a couple of businesses. Um, Is there a specific demogra a demographic for these for this? Like, I don't know. Do black people believe in ghosts? I mean, like in your in your experiences going around, there's a lot of white people that 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 uh that that believe in this kind of stuff. Tend, the, the people, the houses we visited tend to predominantly be uh, be white people. Hmm. Have you ever been to like a minorities person where they had a ghost? Yeah, a uh, uh, couple. There's one. Uh, there's a Hispanic family that you know they invited us in. We kind of you know, did a quick walk around to see if we could find anything. Nothing really came of it. But um, 
I think for... I always kind of wonder if it's if um if like this is like you know you know you know let's be honest you white people a scared white thing yeah you white people don't have a lot of problems so uh, we create our own if you're you know you guys like to jump out of uh, planes and do X games and stuff like that while we minorities we're just happy to live day to day what um you are the richest minority I know. <laughs> Don't say we Dude, might. I grew up it's in the ghetto. Stop did it. Not. So anyway, but I just, the I, ghetto means a bunch of mansions around you. I do wonder if this is like a white thing where you know people just kind of have this time, and all of a sudden, before they know it, they're kind of imagining stuff. Ah, that's just me. I'm just pointing it out there. Maybe I'm seeing it from a minority's point of view. Can animals see ghosts? Uh, we we strongly suspect that they can. We'll we'll notice when you know dogs or cats will just all of a sudden. And they'll track something as they, you know, as something is walking across the room. <laughs> so we went from the Exorcist to Ghostbusters. <laughs> Two more calls, and that's going to be it. Every I could t- we could talk about this all out, but I, there's other stuff to be talked about as well. Ginny, you're on JFK. Hey, I just wanted to call and thank the guy who uh, called in about the, the crucifix uh, on Route 1. Right. Because I'm actually driving past that area right now, <laughs> and so my heart's beating about a thousand times faster than it should be. And I just wanted to thank him for the heart attack. Uh, that's the coke. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, so a witch is going to come out of there. Some Satanists are going to kidnap you, and they're going to take you there, and they're going to gut you. Oh, I hope. And then we're going to read about it, and it's all going to come back to the hideout. A lot of chicks calling in. Michelle, you're on JFK. Hi, how you all doing? Yep. Great, baby. What's up? I was wondering if there are any haunted areas out in Damascus, Maryland. I just recently moved out here, and it's kind of, well, it's really wooded and a lot of farmland. And um, I used to live in um, Petersburg, and it's kind of a different scene now. There's a serial killer out there, isn't there? <laughs> Are you serious? Looking for young chicks who just moved to the area. (laughs) Nobody's going to know because she hadn't laid any roots. She hadn't met her neighbors yet, so no one's going to know if her body's missing. Say that I'm driving home right now. (laughs) You alone? Yeah. What are you driving? Somebody's in your back seat. You're not. Oh, come on. What are you driving? I'm not telling you guys. (laughs) Sorry, we already know. Um, Damascus, you, you specialize more in Virginia, right? Right. Although, isn't that where they have the fort where they have the all the, the, the Ebola virus and stuff? So don't worry, don't worry about ghosts. Uh, worry about Ebola. Ebola. I've seen. I I know I've seen a ghost before. I've seen my dead grandmother. Yeah. Yeah, and it, Yeah, she's in her coffin. <laughs> no, How high no. were you, sweetie? <laughs> I, I know it was a rough time for you. <laughs> no, I wasn't. The lights. I was vacuuming downstairs. In the basement, and the and lights she went liked out. She liked the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> and the lights went out all just in the, in the basement. You, you blew a fuse. Yeah, and, and I was thinking about her right before that, and I saw her appear right in front of me, but I figured it was just probably my imagination, but it felt so real. Did she want to kiss you? No, she wasn't that loving. <laughs> <laughs> she was evil then. All right, fair enough. She want to spank you? No. We're leaving back. Come on, mind. give us something, baby. All right, thanks, Michelle. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. All right, well there it is. Um, I know people still had stories, and I I can't leave Seth on hold. He's been on hold for half an hour. Real, <laughs> real quick, man, what's your story? Hey, what's going on, man? Yo, I am part of the minority. I'm the African American. You're the you're the black guy. <laughs> yeah, the I'm the black guy. Come on. No, I feel like this. 
I didn't believe none of this you high blah 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 until I was in eighth grade when game day first came out video game uh-huh. I'm sitting there like my mom worked nice shift shift for the police officer right. you know we got I got to be in bed at a certain time so I'm like all right whatever well, I couldn't sleep more time so I went downstairs in a little basement of our townhouse and I'm playing the game and you know. I'm getting all into it. Then I hit the door upstairs open. So I cut off the game, and I get under my blanket and in, the, in the basement. Okay, yeah. we just moved into the thing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, I can hear somebody walking upstairs. I'm like, oh, shoot, man, she must know I'm down here. Busted. Then I'm under the blanket, and I hear Pleasure the door yourself. open, and I hear, I see the light. I see, I see, I see, not, not, not the light, but, you know, I see the light from upstairs. <laughs> Shine down on the um, downstairs, on the downstairs, whatever. Then I'm like, oh, shoot. So then my ears start ringing. I'm like, damn. And then I'm looking through the quilt, and I can see somebody turn. I'm like, oh, it's Mom Duke. She's about to get me. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. But then I couldn't move. And I'm like, and I, I tried to say, mm. I was trying to say Mom, but it was like, mm. and I was doing it for like, I swear. Then I felt something poke me. And I'm like, whoa. And then I finally said, Mom, and I got up, and no one was there. So I'm shook. I ended up playing game day again, again that whole year we was there. So I'm thinking I'm the only one. Then uh, the whole house, the whole house, I'm like, every time I go to sleep at night. Who were you myself, playing in game day? Huh? Who were you playing? I have no idea. That, that was like that was a long time. It was a Lombardi ghost. That's You're a... kicking their ass. You no. didn't like it. <laughs> Look, and then I think I'm the only one in the house. You know, I'm like, nah, whatever. So I'm by myself. My ears always ring, and I always hear the door open. And then I'll, like, fight. I don't know. I guess it's called fight it off or whatever. I thought I was the only one in the house to do it. But my stepfather said that. He felt like it was it was times when he's in the house and he's sleeping. He can't move. God, and now is there anything like that? Have you ever had something? Like, I think I've even heard stories of ghosts, like violating people mm-hmm. in a sexual way. Have you heard of that? Yes, we have. It's called the incubus. Tell me about. Is it really? Uh, that, that was some kind of spirit. They said came back and there's uh we actually we had a, a meeting in Gettysburg this was a little bit about over a year ago and in the particular hotel we were staying at there was one room that they used to rent out um it was in the attic and the story was that there were two separate ladies that were staying there two separate nights and they both checked out you know super early they refused to you know say why later on they uh one of them actually tried to sue the the uh, bed and breakfast that was running out of Gettysburg. The other one wrote a, a long letter uh, explaining what had happened to her. And since then, they've converted that into a uh, storage room. There, there's actually a big old padlock on the door so that no one can get in. But uh, because they believe they were raped by ghosts. By ghosts. It, it's it's extru- extraordinarily rare. Um, we've heard of it happening a couple of times in the past. We've never actually been on a case where someone has reported it to us. But uh, it's it's not completely unheard of. Bad Monkey wants to know if you've ever found yourself staring face-to-face with an angry 100-story-foot marshmallow man. No, I can't <laughs> say I've, uh, I've come across them. Do you cross the beams? Never cross the streams. It's a first blessing. Never cross the streams. Whatever the case. And that's when you're sword fighting with your friends. <laughs> Final call. That's when it's fun. Uh, yo, what's up? Who's this? Hello? Yo. Hello? Oh, it's oh, the God. fairy lady. Oh, hey, fairy lady. Hey, Jesus how was your Christ. vacation? Outstanding. You're going to be in Friday the 13th? Yes, and I'm, I'm doing a special spell which to, for which, that day. Which will do what? Protect everyone that's around me. Mm. Just for all the people there yeah. at the station. Because <laughs> the moon's in Mercury. It's in retrograde. Beautiful. Also. Are you going to do this nude? 
Uh, I got a surprise for you. And I got some new pictures coming out, too. But anyway, I was going to tell you that there is a candle spell that you can do. And a right, candle that burns with a blue flame is said to indicate there is a spirit in the room. Bring that in. We'll do that on Friday. We got to take a break. We're so we're running so behind. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for man. having you guys. I appreciate it. It was really awesome. Check in with us whenever you're going to do one of these things. If you're out there, just get on the phone with us and let us know. Absolutely. Maybe we could hear some. Maybe it'll come through the phone. Um, Brian Bradley, Virginia Ghosts and Haunting Research Society, Virginia Ghosts. Dot com. Thanks for stopping by on the hideout. We really appreciate it. Dubs, quick break. More coming up. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Want to call the hideout? Hello? Want to yell at us? Hello? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? Hello? Yes, you're on the air with the hideout. What's your name? Hello? Even stupid people can call. Were you in special ed, honey? No. Are you sure? Was your, your classroom next to a boiler room? Call the hideout. Yo, baby, show me your digits. Let's do this damn thing. At 866-277-4969. Hello? 866-277-4969. <laughs> Everybody be cool. You be cool. The hideout. The hideouts. Here they are. El Jefe. Half of the food chain and dinner and served. Welcome back to the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Coming down the home stretch, I am El Jefe and that is Dubs. What's up? Uh, 866-277-4969. Again, thank you to uh, Brian Bradley, VirginiaGhosts.com. I had this one friend that uh, thought he saw a ghost. He was one of those guys that always lied, yeah. you know, and you knew he was lying no matter what. <laughs> he said he uh, saw a ghost that uh, it kind of formed in front of him, and he just stared right in the eyes said, make your move. <laughs> Make your move. I dare you. And this kid's like a short little fat kid. I'm like, yeah, make your move, huh? That's outstanding. Uh, Fitz, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, fellas? Yo. Hey, I got a couple things here real quick. I uh, wanted to call in and defend me and uh, Dubs and probably the other three white guys that listen to this show. But uh, you're saying the white guys make up a lot of stuff, uh, the white, or white people make up a lot of stuff about ghosts and stuff like that? I don't necessarily disagree with that. Yeah. What about, what about the, and forgive my ignorance, what about the Mexicans uh, down south of the border that are always seeing Jesus or the Virgin Mary? Oh, that's that, true, too. That is true. And well, also the Chupacabra that uh, exists as well. Oh, no, it's not true. It's true that you guys always do that. The Chupacabra, in fact, was in Maryland. The what? I don't even want to hear the it. The Chalupa? The Chupacabra. It goes around and it, eat, it eats... Uh, oh, yeah, that sounds real. It eats um, cattle and stuff. Come on, that's real, dude. I call it Coyote. You didn't see it on the X-Files? No. The X-Files. It's there, man. Stop it already. God damn, dude. By the way, teasing a guest for tomorrow. We're going to have this cat on from Australia as Manten helps out. As Dubs, you're going to be uh, with our buddies Run FS live show tomorrow at the Dave & Buster's mm -hmm. in Bethesda uh, for, their, um, for their live gig. This guy, Professor Paul Davies. I get in these moods, and I'd rather kind of OD on it so we do it all in one week, and then we don't do it again for like two or three months. Last week was very homoerotic humor. This week, you never know what you're going to get with the hideout. It's always going to be a little bit of everything. 
This guy says that there's an alien message in uh, human DNA. He says that there's a lot of junk and junk codes in the human DNA and makeup. And he believes that the aliens were here and that at some point our technology is finally going to get to the place where within our own human DNA, the junk DNA that they have rendered pretty much useless in a human being, that is where the aliens have left their message. I get into these modes, and I apologize if, if it's kind of too nerdy for you, but it's going to be fun. Mantan will be in here, and then apparently Friday is already lined up with wackos. This fairy lady's coming in, our sweetie, and um, our, our psychic's coming in, and I vow to never go to a psychic because I can't. I can't do anything about death. I don't want to know anything about death. Anything else I can kind of do. Don't worry. I'll find out about your death. No, please. I'm begging you. I won't tell you if you don't want to know. No. I need to know about your death. I don't want you to know either. I'm begging you. Seriously. I'm going to find out. All right. Um, 866-277-4969. Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey. What's up, bro? Michael Bennett on the Raiders. Ran for 379. Is this an EA Sports news update? Yes, it is, on All Pro. <laughs> You're moving up in the world, huh? Oh, but I am. <laughs> um, in fact, Dubs, I'll tell you this much, and you'll be excited. We will be doing the EA Sporting News updates occasionally, and we have the Sporting News radio, like, music bed and everything. Nice. So we're just going to... We needed that. We're going to conco uh, concoct it all a little bit together. We need to make this thing legitimate. Yeah, we need to get real imaging in the hideout. Um, let's go to Hello Kitty. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, Dubs. What's up? Would you like to do the uh, dance of the white condiments with me? No. Please? Leave me alone. I'll give you a chipotle burrito. <laughs> Listen way too carefully. It's a man after his heart. I love you. I love you, too. Listen to Radio Barbecue. I will. <laughs> so funny. Dubs, people are really taken with the fact that you're an admitted kid toucher. I'm not an admitted kid toucher. I'm a closet kid toucher. Isolate that. This has been a creepy day. It has been. Between you and your um, the weirdness that just happened on the Ron and Fez show with Mikey D's daughter, and now all this ghost stuff. I don't know what I'm more freaked out about. Bill Milken, you're in the hideout? It's Bill Milken. How you doing, F.A. Dubs? By the way, Bill Milliken backed his P.I. paranormal studies. Listen, quick question. Yeah. A friend of mine, let's just say not me, has 200 pounds of pure uncut cocaine in his back seat. I just got pulled over by the Fairfax County Police on 495, and my bumper sticker says, ask me about my cocaine. Now, my question is there any serious medical problems that could come from me swallowing 200 pounds of cocaine? Not with your weight. And I'm going to have to say, I'm not a medical doctor. I think you'll be okay if you only do it a pound at a time. Hypothetically, you were a doctor, and I came in after eating all this cocaine with chronic hemorrhoids. What would you prescribe? Uh, bed rest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of munchies. Maybe some... Jenny Jones. Hey, um, you know what would be good for this? Is Cicada here? Maybe Cicada could help this guy out. Yeah. I'd love to hear from him. If you could send him in the studio, it would be great. Hold on. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. Because it takes him forever to get into the studio. Basement. Hey, is uh, Cicada there? Could he help this Milliken guy out? 
Yeah, hold on. Yeah, hello? Yeah, this Milliken has a question for you. Go ahead, Milliken. I asked it. If you had eaten 200 pounds of pure uncut cocaine, what would happen? <laughs> I, I really don't know. I mean, there's no way I could possibly answer that question. Just take a guess, goddammit. Listen, there's no reason to get angry with me. I'm just trying to answer your simple question. Jesus Christ, you piece of crap. Answer the question. Um, no, nothing bad can happen. Thank you, I'm out. All right, rack them. All right, next time you don't need to use both phones, all right? <laughs> I love it when they're just trying to entertain themselves in the back. <laughs> it's wrestling. <laughs> that was the funniest thing ever. Ah, oh. all right. I'm, I apologize. I've completely lost it. <laughs> um, again, Dubs, I'm off the wagon. I had to play PlayStation 2 today. I couldn't help myself. I had to go there. Eric, what's the dealio? Eric, what's up, bro? Yo, what's happening, fellas? Yo. Yo. I say you guys, I said this before, you guys rock. Thank right? you. All right. All this homoerotic stuff. I don't There's no homoerotic stuff tonight. To I'm not listening, blah, blah, blah. But all I'm saying is you guys rock. Yeah, but nice I got a question now. I got a question. Yeah. Casper, the friendly ghost, the friendly. That was scary as hell to me. All right. And, and guess what? He wasn't a brother. Because he was a white ghost, right? There's black ghost, there's brown ghost, there's yellow ghost. This is a white ghost, and he's running around. And there, very there's, there's, clear, there's clear liquor, there's brown liquor, and you're on all of them. No, but he's very passive-aggressive. You know why? Yeah. Because he's, he's running up talking about, why are you so scared of me? Hey, I'm just trying to be your friend. People are jumping out of their skin and stuff. Doesn't he realize that they're afraid of him? No, they don't. It's crazy. He's passive-aggressive. Really? I think so. Define passive aggressive. I, I, I figured out that damn white ghost. Ass clown. Define passive aggressive. <laughs> Ass clown. I beat it. <laughs> what a weirdo. That's the creepiest thing we've had all night. Yeah. <sighs> Forget about me, my kid touching. Ask him about sovereign nations. Unfortunately, I think he'd give a better answer. That is the greatest clip ever. Is there anything like... If you analyze that clip, is there anything like hearing the president get laughed at, and then he starts talking faster after they laugh at him? If you listen, that's the thing I notice most. And then do you hear people, too, when he initially messes up and he starts the first runaround, people start, like, clapping like they're laughing oh, and smacking like, the like, like they were just waiting for him to make that mess up. That's the only reason they came out to it. Here it is. What do you think tribal sovereignty means in the, tri in the 21st century? And how do we resolve conflicts between tribes and the federal and state governments? Yeah. Uh, tribal sovereignty means that. It's sovereign. I mean, you're a, you're a, you've been given sovereignty and you're viewed as a sovereign entity. And therefore, the relationship between the federal government and start talking fast. tribes is one between sovereign entities. Are you, are you kidding? Sovereign Go vote. Go to RadioHideout.com to find out where the next live broadcast for the hideout is going to be. It's going to be a blast. And uh, But join Ron and Fest tomorrow yeah. at Dave and Buster's. Jal Dorkson. 
God damn it, it's Joe Dworkson. D-W-O-R-K-S-O-N. What do you want? Goddamn phone screeners. I have a ghost. It's this black guy that keeps calling every five minutes. Then he says I'm racist. Goddamn right I'm racist when you call every five minutes. Leave it to Sid. <laughs> Goddamn you. <laughs> he sees Sid get over on a bit, and then Bateman immediately has to call in. Didn't Chapin think that bit up? I think Chapin did think that bit up. And now he's IMing me. It was it was Sid's idea for me to call in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will see you guys tomorrow. We don't know if we'll see Dubs tomorrow. But um, we out, bitch, right? We can be. Try to sleep tight knowing that there are ghosts out there. Mm. Some of them in your neighborhood. And if you see one of those ghosts, I want you to look them square in the eyes. Make your move. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Ass clouds. I don't like a colored guy. I'm a gay homosexual. I don't want to eat the mayonnaise. Shut up, Cub. Thank me, Daddy. Ass clown. Is that supposed to fit in there? Douche <laughs> You can take that to the bank. Shut up, Cub. Smells like daddy. Jay Dub is the worst person in the world. I can smuggle that. Hi, this is Troy Aikman, and you're. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and Jay Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'm smacking my hose. Yeah, everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes.
I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand.